Hi, welcome to another episode of Sideline Stories. My name is Kay Pinalto, and I'm here with Devin Hedgepath. Devin, welcome. Good to have you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks, Devin. So, Devin, uh, Devin um, tell us, start off by telling us uh, where you reside, um, what sport you played, what position you played, um, and then what you do currently. Sure. So, I live in Houston, Texas. I played at Oklahoma State cornerback, so I played football. And I'm currently in sales and marketing for the oil and gas industry. Awesome. So you were currently sidelined in college. Um, tell, tell us your story. Sure. So I grew up in a, a small town in Kansas called Derby, Kansas. I'm sure not a lot of people know where that is. About 10 <laughs> minutes outside of Wichita. Um, grew up with a great opportunity there. Really understood the hardworking mentality. And that's where my love, my passion for football developed. Also started out as a pretty good student too. And so I was blessed with the opportunity to get several uh, full full ride scholarships into college for football. Landed on Oklahoma State. It was just a good situation for me. So I ended up going to OSU um, and I graduated early. So when I first arrived, you know, those were the, the glory days where we had our national championship run and I'm out there trying to guard Justin Blackman, a first rounder, the first day of spring ball and, and Brandon Whedon and the likes of them. So needless to say, that was a, a tough spring for me, but went through that freshman season, had a, had a great freshman season. Uh, at the very beginning of the season, one of the seniors in front of me got injured. And so I had a chance to start the true freshman and, and just had a blast. But towards the, Beginning of my sophomore year, um, I was playing a, a game at A&M, Texas A&M, and I ended up rupturing my Achilles. And so that's a six to nine month recovery process in and of itself. Um, did the same thing a few months later during the rehab process. So the same leg, second Achilles rupture, and then a third one towards the beginning of my junior season. So after that, I receive the news I wouldn't be able to play and, and had to learn how to cope from there. Hmm. So do you remember what it was like when you were told that you can't compete anymore? I mean, like, what was that emotional response, especially in, in those few months um, immediately following your diagnosis? Yeah, I actually remember the exact instance that I was told. It, it's still a pretty vivid memory. I was sitting on the couch next to my sister the morning after my last Achilles rupture. Uh, so with Achilles ruptures, it, you don't go into surgery for about a week. So I had a few days uh, to prep for the surgery. So I was sitting on the couch and I got a phone call from my corners back coach. And he basically gave me the news that, hey, we spoke to the doctors, um, won't be able to, to play anymore. And I still remember how I felt when I heard those words. It was just, I was devastated and, and frustrated and angry. And even a few months after that, I fell into you know, a state of depression and, and it was a real struggle for me. Uh, it was hard for me to open up and, and talk to people about it. For some reason, I felt the need that I had to carry that load, um, that I had to, for some reason, endure that myself. And so I think that was an added um, obstacle or hurdle that I had to, to face as well. But overall, it, it was just a very difficult emotional uh, mental time for me to to have to overcome that. Yeah, I know that it can be so hard for it was hard for me and it was hard for so many other sidelined athletes. I mean, um, 
I think as athletes, we're all kind of internal processors and right. we try to take our battles on on our own um, and, and overcome them the best we can individually. Um, but something like this is just so hard and I can relate and I'm sure lots of other athletes can that you just kind of take that on internally and that can right. be, hard and be such a, uh, just kind of a deep depressional uh, time, at least internally. So yeah, that's just really rough. And I, I yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So, so how are you able to kind of make that turn mentally? Like what was the point where you're able to kind of start moving forward? Like how, how long did that take and, and what did that look like? It probably took around three to four months for me, honestly. Um, I think the key, the key point of the process was when I just realized that there's so many people around me that, that love me. I was blessed to have a very good community around me from you know, family to friends to a girlfriend at the time to uh, the coaches that I had, even the professors that were around me my the students that were around me everybody was was surrounding me to help me out to support me and and I could really feel the love from there so once I realized that the people that were there for me were were always going to be there for me and they truly loved me for who I was then I allowed myself to start to open up and could talk about it and once I did begin talking about it 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 helped me a lot um, that then helped me to transition and realize that, you know, I was more than a football player. I think a big reason of why it was difficult for me to transition away was because, you know, and I'm sure you went through the same thing with a different timeline, obviously, but for me, I'd say the past 11, 12 years of my life before that point, I had identified as a football player. And I know I had always been a good student personally, and I had interests outside of football, but as a younger kid, you kind of see that light at the end of the tunnel, and, and it's about the NFL. It's about reaching uh, the professional level for what you're doing. Um, so because I had identified as a football player, when I was told I couldn't play anymore, it's like my identity was, was taken away from me. And that is a huge struggle for, your, for a young person, but really any human in general, right? If our identity is taken, then who are we after that? We have to go through this long process of trying to find ourselves, and, and it was a really difficult time. So what for me, when I, when I started to go through that and realize that I was more than a football player, I, I could you know, take a step back and look at the, the injury and say, okay, what is this, what is this injury actually causing in my life what kind of pain is it um, and from there I really started to get into the idea of resilience and and develop some of the the thoughts that I have today that are that are still helping me you know um, I think a big reason of why I was able to make that mental shift was to, to take a step back and say okay my injury could actually be viewed as a good thing and from there I started to literally lay out why my injury could be a good thing and and then I started to think okay what's the next step in my life and that allowed to me, me to put a game plan together to take action on it and continue to persist on that so it was a it was a tough time for me but I think the real mental shift for me was understanding the people around me would would always be there to love me and support me um, understanding I was more than than a football player than really 
figuring out this new level of resiliency that I could capture. Hmm. Yeah, you, you summed that up real well at the end there. I was just going to point out too that I really like those two things that you said. Um, one, just how much how much importance uh, there is in that social support, you know, and that you had right. to be able to talk in order to get that social support um, and to be able to open up to, to people. But that was such a big catalyst um, and being a turning point for you. And I think that um, it's just so important as sidelined athletes to recognize that, like, while we are internal processors, you do need up, and, and it really can make the world of a difference. So I thought that was really good. And then I, I also really like what you said about how, you know, you were more than a football player. And I can totally relate to that because when I was sidelined, it was very, very similar. I was like, I am a basketball player. That's what my friends know me as. That's what, you know, I comply with. Uh, it's a culture, you know. It's something that you're so immersed in. Um, but to know that you're more than that and to, to tell yourself that, I think is really important because I think, yeah, it's easy to know that in the back of your head, but do you really know it, you know? Um, it's, yeah. it's not the end of you. It's just the end of a, a part of you, but that can kind of open up new things like you're talking about like resiliency. And stuff. I thought that was really, really interesting. Um, yeah, sure. So you kind of started talking about this a little bit, but um, I want to ask you, like, what kind of positive things you felt, um, if anything, came out of um, being sidelined? Like, how, how did you grow um, with your character um, as a person? Like, what, what was it, um, looking back now, that being sidelined has really propelled in you? It, it was huge. Once I had that mentality shift, um, I mean, that in and of itself, just the – the ability to be able to take the the new way of thinking from that injury was a huge benefit for me. Um, in terms of some of the the, the more uh, physical things, I've had a lot of people reach out to me. So I, I had an opportunity, um, I think October 2016, to be able to basically tell my life story um, in front of my company. And the amount of, of feedback and, and support and people reaching out to me from that's just been phenomenal, not only from the sports world, but the business world, just talking on the idea of resiliency has really opened up some, some doors for me, whether it's you know, being able to go out to schools and, and talk to some of the students, which I used to do, and then I, I kind of fell off, but now I'm able to get back into that, uh, going out to different organizations. It's helped me find a love for for riding, which I, I always knew since I was younger, but you know, there was that gap there where it kind of fell off. So it's helped me to get back into riding, which um, I'm working on a few side projects for now. But I think overall, the, the biggest thing that it's done for me is just that mentality shift. It's the idea that with resiliency, there's another step. There's another layer that not only can you have the ability to come back to bounce back from an obstacle to withstand the stress but this injury really taught me that there's another layer there's another step that you can leverage that obstacle and really come back greater so that the adversity is is making you stronger it's making you better um, and that's been huge for me because that ask that can be you know placed to any aspect in life whether it's business sports relationships every day we're going to go through through obstacles but if we can realize that those obstacles can be leveraged to to make us better then really we're we're unstoppable at that point so that's probably the biggest benefit that I've had is the mentality shift and the ability to think in a different way hmm. yeah I think that, that's so cool because I think that mentality obviously came from in some ways being a football player you know you have that right, 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 yeah. but like being able to translate it um, from athletics to kind of 
the real world, so to speak, right. uh, other avenues is really, really cool. And I think it's awesome how you were able to, as a sidelined athlete, kind of overcome being sidelined um, and, and not, not to say it's not hard, but you were able to overcome it um, and, and push through because of that same resiliency um, that you're an athlete. And so I think that's really cool. There's like a strong connection there in my mind um, between those, those two traits. And I think it's, it's really awesome how you've been able to carry that over. So um, kudos to you, man. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So um, knowing what you know now, if you could um, go back in time and, and tell yourself one thing, like when you were sidelined, uh, if you were to give advice to yourself, what do you think you would say to yourself? Oh man, there's, <laughs> there's so much. What could I say to the younger Devin? Um, I think, so from this injury, I'd probably sum it up by saying that every Achilles can be healed. And I think that the younger Devin would know exactly what that means. When I hear every Achilles can be healed, it, it means a few things. One, it's telling them, you know, don't worry. You're physically, you're literally going to going to heal. You will be okay. Your Achilles will come back. Mentally, you'll be okay. You're going to heal. Um, emotionally, you will be okay. You're going to heal. Uh, and, and things just take time. But the other part of that is, again, going back to the mentality. And I think the younger Devin could have used um, an understanding of that mentality a bit quicker. And so when I hear Achilles heal, it's the idea of okay, everyone has their own Achilles heel, which can, is, is another way of saying people's weakness. But then the other side of that is that Achilles heel can help you then heal, right? So it's a play on that. The very thing that is meant to keep you down will bring you back up. The very thing that is meant to destroy you will catapult you to success. The very thing that is meant to defeat you, you can figure out how to leverage that and and conquer it and overcome it and become better so that's what i would tell the younger devin because again i know I'm, i keep going back to it but the mentality is so big for me um and that's been a huge huge change in my life so i i tell him that yeah i absolutely love that i think that that's so cool that that play on words that you have there right um but it's, a, it's such a universal truth um whether it be in sports or in any other area of life but i really love how you took that um, and, and applied it directly to being sidelined. I think that's really admirable and uh, definitely something that um, me and, and other other sidelined athletes across the nation can really apply. Um, so I think that's really awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, Devin, it's been it's been absolutely great hearing from you, man. Um, just from hearing your story, I know you know being sidelined in college. I can't imagine. I mean, I was sidelined in seventh grade. Um, so I wasn't quite at that level yet. Um, obviously I had the same though. It's, a, it's the same struggle. <laughs> right. Right. But I mean, just, you know, I can't imagine how hard that would have been for you, but just to also see, um, how strongly you were able to pull through that, um, was really an inspiration to me and I know others. So thank you for sharing your story with us today. It's been really awesome to have you. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks, Devin. <laughs>